When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes. John Hewlett, the mighty Favaz. Today, episode 128 features the legendary Peter Frampton. He's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? You know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. know. He that. should be. Yeah, he should be. First of all, he had one of the greatest live records of all time. But, you know, we're talking, uh, you know, he goes back way, way before that. Yeah, he goes back to Humble you know. Pie. Uh, let's see. 30 Days in the Hole. and Just uh, one of the one of the great guitar players, uh, songwriters yeah. ever. Yeah, this, this interview took place 2016. It was for On Air. I don't know if it was just me alone doing the interview or I had... Uh, a partner in there, Learn, maybe was part of the interview as well. We'll see. I don't think he is, John. Yeah, I don't think he is either. Yeah. That 50 is... Unforgivable Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Snubs from Cleveland.com. This was uh, yeah. from April of 2018. But, um, yeah, it, there, there's nothing about him that, that he, he's in it. Is Peter Frampton in the room? Hold on here. No, he's not. No. no. Yeah, he's so. not in. But Devo is right there uh, on they're the list. Right yeah, they're getting yeah. votes right now. Yeah, they're getting votes right now. Devo, the yeah. guys who wore flower pots on their heads. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, Peter would wear one of those, I think. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he would come out at Rib America. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But he would play Rib America. I mean, that's that's how close you could get up to see him, and it was really cool. All so. right. Let's get to the interview. And again, it happened in 2016. Peter Frampton is on KC95 in St. Louis again. Hello. Peter. How are you? Fine. This is Casey Radio in St. Louis. We've been playing your music since, well, the Humble Pie days for sure. I know, I know. I love Casey. Always have. Wow. How about that? Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. And uh, you've nice. got a new project here, a, a, an, acoustics, an acoustic album, right? Yes. Uh, acoustic classics. And um, obviously it's what it sounds like. It's me doing my, my uh, better known songs um, just acoustically. And um, and it, it to, to accompany um, an acoustic tour that we're we're doing uh, as well. So every uh, every fall and spring, um, either side of the summer tour with the band, I'm going to be doing these a dozen shows in a different region, so we can cover the whole country. So yes, the raw tour. So we're looking forward to that. Yes, and the the CD comes out on the 26th of this month and um uh you can um you should check it out yeah peter frampton's voice is still really good man everything he does is just really good yeah. even though he's got this disease that prevents him from touring so much uh, he has a degenerative muscular disease called body myositis myositis and it's an incurable inflammatory condition that causes muscles to weaken slowly, which is really, really sad. Mm, yeah. But but he announced, you know, I guess it was a couple of years ago now that uh, he wouldn't be going out on massive yeah. tours. This one obviously is older. Yeah. So you have become a tireless performer here. Uh, you'd think well, other guys are trying to slow down. I talked to Marty Ballin just recently of Jefferson Starship. 
he has no interest in, in doing what you're doing, but you must love it. Um, well, I do. I love to play live. I always have. Um, uh, it's it, it's not the uh, it's not the two hours on stage or three hours on stage that you get paid for. It's the twenty two hours of getting there, though. It, that's <laughs> that's not the fun part. The fun part is being on stage and um, and playing. That's what we do. It's it's not work. It's at that point, it's work getting there, but it's playing when we get on the stage. So I've always enjoyed playing live. It's a instant rapport with the, the audience, and uh, you get to know what they like and they don't like, and and um, it, it's phenomenal. I, 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 Especially if you're a guy like him, you know, you can you have a lot of well-known songs. Mm-hmm. You can do it acoustically. You don't need anybody else really if you didn't want to. Nope. You know, maybe a stage manager here and there, uh, another manager person to go along with you. But he could really dumb it down and still make a nice living. You know, that must be cool. Absolutely. We'll tour as long as I can. You were here in St. Louis at the Peabody Opera House a couple years ago, I guess it was. I was at that show, and uh, Peter, I can't tell you how impressed I was, and I've said this to many people both on the air and off the air, how great your voice still sounds on top of the fact that you can still play a wonderful guitar. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um yeah, I, I guess I gave up smoking at the right time, <laughs> um, and but the the voice is something that um, I, I started to have problems. I think in the nineties uh, uh, with my voice, and and so I went to um, a, a vocal coach and um, uh, realized that I had not a clue on how to look after my voice. Hmm. I knew how to sing, but I didn't know how to sing in order to preserve it as well. So that's something that, I mean, uh, you know, I heard that Ray Charles, up until a few weeks before we lost him, was still going to a vocal coach. If Ray Charles was still going to a vocal coach in his 80s or whatever, um, that says something right there. You know, you hear a lot of performers, vocalists, going and using coaches. Yeah, you know they have. Uh, it's just uh, it's, you know, you sing properly. They want to sing. You know, when they're young and stuff, they don't think yeah. about it and they just sing and belt it out and blah 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 blah. But as they get older and they lose some of their tone, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these uh, performers are using vocal coaches. Yeah. You know? and as as we should too. I mean, yeah. me too. I mean, my my voice, whether I'm doing, and I hate to make this about me, but since we're talking about voices and we mm-hmm. make our living that way as as well. Um, from from what I do down at Bush Stadium to what I do here, and sometimes you know I'll be yelling on the air or doing right. goofy voices or acting silly, or whatever. Like the wizard, yes, the wizard. <laughs> uh, you know those things all put stress on the vocal cords. Yeah, and as we get older, man, we got to take care of it because the, the 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 human vocal cord is a musical instrument, right? It and is. it's a muscle at the same time. You know, thankfully neither of us smoke. No, never have. You know, so yeah, yeah. I haven't either. When you think just gets up and. Is uh, Tony Bennett says, you know, you got to sing every day because it's a muscle. It's just like you know, running or uh, exercising your body. You got to exercise the that muscle in, in your throat, which gives you your vocal sound. So this acoustics uh, best of album CD that you're about to put out here, you have all these great songs to choose from. How many are on there, and how did you make the decisions? Well, there is uh, actually eleven um, on this album. And I basically did the uh, the biggest hits. Obviously, I was not going to do 
do you feel? Because I didn't think it would lend itself acoustically. Mm, I disagree. Because the my favorite, the first time I heard that song was from the uh, Frampton's Camel album. Right. And I thought it was a great song. And then when he did it live and did 13 minutes of it, I thought that was the BS version. Well, but but you know, I guess he can't use the talk box you know, the wah, 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 when he, uh, when he does it acoustically. Maybe that's why. Well, you know, well, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to think in the, in the recording in the studio the, version. The regular one? I think, I think he does, doesn't he? Does he in the studio yeah. version? I can't think of now. Huh. Um, until the very end, and then I decided to just try the intro, uh, which the instrumental intro, and do it with two acoustic guitars instead of electric guitar and keyboard. And it made me smile because it sounded good. So I then decided, okay, let's give it a go. I'll oh, good. So he did put it on. Yeah. Do you feel? I'm glad I did. Uh-huh. Um, there's going to be people out there. Do- I'm going to get that CD. I'm going to listen to it. I yeah. want to hear that. Because right. that's him in his purest form. I should right. own that. We right. should all, for Frampton fans, own that CD. So ch- check that out. Again, it came out in 2016. Bring it in. I we'll heard. do it on the seventh day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring it in. That uh, maybe don't like it. They want to just always think of the original. Um, but... Uh, I think I've had a lot of great comments. It's It's been out there on the a video of it. It's been out there on the Internet. And the comments have been great, so I'm glad I did it. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's some lesser-known tracks on there, like Fig Tree Bay, which was on my Wind of Change album, Wind of Change itself, um, Sail Away, which is not a, a, a... That was off the Something's Happening album. Uh, but you've got Penny for Your Thoughts, Do You Feel, I'm in You, uh, uh, show me the way, lines on my face, baby, I love your way. And one new one that, that I wrote, because I had to put in something new in there. Yeah. So, um, but it's a new classic. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think these were the first ones that I wanted to do. I hope I asked him about the song, I'm In You, because that's the song that supposedly went uh, went uh, as far as maybe helping to destroy his career, because... It was coming off that double live album mm-hmm. and how successful that was. And the first song he put out was I'm In You, and it was so mellow and schmaltzy, oh, really? and everybody started making fun of him. And mm. it kind of destroyed his image as a rock and roller. And then after that, he just completely almost faded away for a while. He did That's fade nice. away for a while. Hmm. I'm not saying I wouldn't do another CD in the future that might have other songs on it, too. But I definitely eventually want to uh, either uh, video and... Uh, Either either a DVD or a live CD of, of the raw acoustic tour is definitely something for the future. I, I'd like to do that. I know we're running out of time here, but I want Peter Frampton in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, <laughs> I brought it up. You brought oh, that up. I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does that not happen with the Humble Pie days and your tremendous success as a solo artist and the double live album and where that still ranks in terms of live albums, double live albums for that matter? How does that not happen? just blows my mind. Oh, I, you know what? Um, all awards and things like this, um, there's a lot behind the scenes that uh, we don't know, we can imagine. But, you know, I am just thrilled, to be honest, that when someone like Cheap Trick, who are dear friends of ours, uh, when they got, um, got nominated, that's, I'm so happy for them. Um, so I, I just champion all the ones that I've thought for ages should be in. Um, you know, it doesn't matter about me. I it really doesn't. If 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 I end up being in there one day, wonderful, and I will enjoy it immensely, obviously. Uh, but you know, um, I'm still doing what I do. I know that people come see me play, and and a few people buy the the CDs. 
(laughs) (laughs) Most people download them for free, but that's okay. As long as they've got the music, I don't care. All right, that's Peter Frampton. He has an acoustic greatest hits album coming out. When's it going to be out again, Peter? Uh, The 26th of this month. All right, very good. We appreciate you spending time with us on KC95, one of your favorite, well, you're one of our favorite artists. I know, I love KC. And and I know you you, you like us, too. Well, thank you, Peter. Take care. All righty. Thanks. So short interview. I only had a short window with him. He was doing many interviews that day to promote the CD, so... Yeah, there you go. I mean, and and uh, he's always been a nice man too. Yeah, you nice know, guy. Yeah, I think the you know, for the only well, the first time I saw him was at the uh, Keel Auditorium, and it was after you know Frampton Comes Alive had come out, and it, it was just a thrill. I, rem- I remember I sat up real close. I it was a thrill just to see him then. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. He was at superstar level. He was he was yes, selling absolutely. out stadiums, man. That's how big Peter Frampton was. Yeah, he was headlining stadium shows. Yeah, you know? and he was really good friends with David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, I think it was Bowie's father that taught him in school. So he became friends with David and uh, played on some of David's songs. And it was, it was, uh, that, that part was neat too. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That's Peter Frampton on Casey Tapes here, episode 128. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man. On Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. Favaz, AMF. The Casey Tapes with You Man and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.